Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kane and Bucks. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. The Bucks stops here. For supergroups, from one ton to eight ton, supergroups are the masters of Kubota excavators. Favourite time of the week, the buck stops here for Supergroups. First picked every week, supergroups.com.au. The Collingwood champion alongside of me, Bucks, far away. We're still playing around the edges here a little bit before the season proper, but a couple of observations from the weekend. The first one for me was the spirit that the Melbourne Football Club mm. played with on the weekend. Once again, scoreboard doesn't really tell you much on practice match um, situations, but... I was interested to see how they fronted, how they connected, and what energy they played with. And I was really impressed uh, with the way they went about it. Um, more than, more so than the way they played the game. They definitely had their intercept game going. Their patterns back out of that forward, in particular in the first quarter, were excellent. There was grunt inside. Gorn was up and about. Connection inside 50 looked to be improved. But it was more so the, the spirit and the connection. Young blokes, old blokes, they looked like they were into it. They looked like they were energised. They didn't have to be for a practice match as such at that level. But I, if I'm a Melbourne supporter watching that, I saw positive signs that if that is what pops through the surface in a game, and a game that means nothing, but if that's what pops through the surface after the the um, the headlines of the recent of recent weeks, then I'm I'm relatively encouraged by that um, because there's one or two ways you go. I reckon when you're in the situation that Melbourne are in, and you compound and you break down, or you come together and you decide that you're going to you know, go and do something about it on field, what you can you see actually... see Simon Goodwin after the siren, the final siren, no. out, out on the ground, quite animated, high-fiving, hugs. I thought that's that's a sign that, you know, there was some uncertainty about it, I thought, mm. and to, to it wasn't a big over-the-top celebration, but it was, OK, that, that meant a fair bit to us for a practice game, and I was, I was completely agreeing with you. I thought definitely that, and the depth that they showed through the midfield as well, some other numbers running through there, Sparrow and, and others. Young um, Windsor Chandler started really well. well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I, th- I, just, I just feel that yeah, you can create the us-against-them mentality, and it can take you so far, but in the moment if it's there and it works and you feel it well then you can run with that so Melbourne may be in a position to do that but I thought their spirit was excellent second uh, I want to you know, go back to Adelaide and sort of 
you know, back over this one a little bit. Their, their leadership group is large, there's no doubt about it, and there's some relatively um, obscure guys from, I don't know, from a top-end, A-grade perspective that you see there. Murphy, uh, Fogarty, who's come in into it, Hinge and, and Miller, to name four, that have been included onto that, um, onto that leadership group. But every single one of those players, one, they played. They had, eight, they had the, each of their eight leaders play, which is a, which is a small win. Mm. And they all played their roles extremely well. Um, O'Brien, uh, ungainly, but, you know, had a massive game. If, it, if the captain Dawson wasn't best on ground, well, then he was. Uh, Miller and Hinge off the back were excellent. Uh, Murphy and Keys as forwards kicked a couple of you know, three goals between them. Lots of score involvements and lots of touches. Fogarty was, uh, was, did his job and, and Brodie Smith was quiet. Now, moment in time against no one, I don't like in terms of West Coast, you know, still going to struggle through this year, but. Not uh, not household names, but very effective at yeah, what they I, do. And I love the I love the way Adelaide do it. They are doing it differently. Like they mm. they don't care. I don't they care about the perception. And I think that's a really powerful thing that they're making really strong decisions based on really solid values. It seems, and you know we'll see what happens in the next um, you know twenty four games. Yeah. So my criticism was: is it have they fast tracked these guys too early? So Hinge much improved player last year, but I'd love to see him consolidate Miller has had a shocking run with his body. Mm. Is it time for him to then have the added responsibility? Murphy, I think, by the end of it, will be fighting for a spot in the best 22 because Saligo will be there. Pedler will be there. McHenry will be there. They've already got Rankin. They've already got Richelli. So it's an awkward situation if you're in the leadership group but not in their best 22. Now, that hasn't happened yet. And as you said, he was good on the weekend. O'Brien, you know, Keys. They're not, as you say, household no. names. Keys has been impressive for a while now and I like the way he goes about it. But did they need the added responsibility or would they have been better off just going with a streamlined group? Let's say Dawson yeah, led, like they did Smith last and year. one other. Like they yeah. did last year. They had four last year. But I think the other thing it speaks to is this: these decisions are made towards the back end of a pre-season. You're not going to reward anyone who's had a poor pre-season or who hasn't contributed to the group or, had, or has themselves in... Uh, who, had, who doesn't, who hasn't been able to get themselves to you know a career best physical preparation or a, or a career best prep through a, through an entire preseason? And these boys must have. It's a, if I'm an Adelaide Crowser, I'm looking at that saying these are great signs. Mm. Oh no, there's a lot of good signs at Adelaide. I just mm. didn't think that was one of them. What about uh, we've all been speaking about the evenness of the competition? You've touched on it already, but you think it may not be so? Yeah, just short and sharp again. I mean. You work out who's been in the top four sides, who's been in the bottom four teams. I actually, I actually had a look, a quick look at Robbo's ladder, and I thought he's pretty accurate. Like in terms of the way I view it as well, you know, it's still question marks out on Gold Coast, how Richmond going to come together, uh, where are Western Bulldogs going to go? They could, they could be a top four side. They could, they, you know, they shouldn't be, but they could be a bottom six side. But um, you, you just can't escape the reality of the established, mature lists that have got a depth of talent that um, that are going to be in the mix. Collingwood, Brisbane, Port Adelaide and um, Melbourne for me. Then you've got Carlton and GWS, who are the form teams at the back end of the year, who I think are extremely talented and have a depth, have coped with and handled injuries even last year and probably going to be even in a better situation this year. So I think they're the... They're the, they're the 
lists that are strongest in terms of maturity, depth and talent. And when you put them up against a North or a Hawthorne and even at West Coast, it, yeah, West Coast, the premiership players are still there, but you drop away from there there's, mm. and there's a, there's a big gap before you get to the youth. So it's, it's like there's a big hole in their list. So you can't expect that lists like that, even if they get the most out of themselves, they're going to they're struggle to become top eight teams with the list the way they are. And they need to, they need time to mature and they need time to develop and to fill those holes before they're going to be able to compete against and the mature And then Fremantle and you've had, you've had a fair bit to do with and then Essendon, just the rung above I guess is that that's where you've got. Them. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and obviously you got to consider game plan. And you got to consider momentum shifts in season, and I suppose the wherewithal to be able to handle that. Leadership plays a really important part to be able to to be able to minimise your downturns, you, you, and you will have them throughout a year as a club, as a team. And, and individuals will have uh, moments where. You know, there might be headlines and you just you got to get yourself through that and the best way to get yourself through that's with performance and wins because all of a sudden that goes away but there's this leadership becomes crucial in that as well but you know when you're just looking at a pure list in terms of maturity and talent there's some standouts there and, and that's why they'll be at the top of the ladder Working our way through the buck stops here this morning. I want to speak about talent bucks as number four. Yeah, look, just looking at, you know, obviously we've, we've spoken about Harley Reid and the focus on him, but the conditions for success for him in his first 12 months or 24 months are not the same as you know, other top 10 picks. Um, and the one that stood out to me um, uh, on the weekend was Riley Sanders. Now, Bulldogs are in a, a whilst we they didn't play finals and what sorry whilst they, they they haven't been able to reach you know what we believe is their very best they're still they're still a side that um, have got a lot of talent and they're prospectively going to couldn't be a top four side so Riley Sanders drops in has thirty just looks like he's comfortable. Um, he's found a niche there, position for himself there, potentially in the midfield. Yeah, a couple of the Western Bulldogs established midfielders don't mm. play, and he steps up and he puts his hand up. So the Riley Sanders is a pick six versus Harley Reid as a pick one. The circumstances for success around them are very different, and we ne- we need to consider that when we look at what we actually the type of player that we're actually seeing. Yeah, Harley he's, Reid's a winner. He's always been a winner. I spoke to someone who's grew up with around him. Um, coached him and he apparently just needs to be the best at everything so this is going to be a real challenge for him to go through you know the next 12 to 24 months how is he going to handle it he this might be the making of it. it might help him grow and mature and understand and not take things for granted it might make him a better product even better product um, in 24 mm. months time but He's, um, it's going to be some hard yards. It's, I think it's a really good point. And Adelaide had a target on his back. Like already in a preseason game, undoubtedly Adelaide have said, all right, let's not make it easy for this guy. Now, it wasn't anything untoward, but Rory Laird tackles him in the middle of the ground and dumps him and then yeah. has a little bit of a wrestle on him off the ball once he was dropped and he just wasn't expecting it and he fell to the ground. The umpire didn't pay a free kick. But they definitely have said, whether it was just the players or whether it was a target from the, from the club, Let's not let this guy have a big head and get ahead of himself. Let's make it difficult for him. He's in the big league now, and that's what's going to happen. It's not dissimilar to Horn Francis in his first year at North. It was really...
really, really tough for him for a number of reasons. Goes to Port Adelaide, yeah. surrounded by the midfielders, and his performance went to the next level. So I had it written down I, with Sanders. I think the impact that he can have is similar to what Will Ashcroft did before he was injured at Brisbane. I think that's the yeah. type of role that he'll play, and he'll be really, he'll be a really important player for the Western Bulldogs. The same as what Will Ashcroft was for Brisbane last year. I think he can have an immediate impact, which is unusual for a, for a midfielder to come straight in and do that. Jack, Here's Luke Jack, Beveridge. Jack Watts was another one uh, way back when. You think of his first moment on the football field, he was gang tackled by three Collingwood players coming That's off it. the bench. So that there's a there is a target on your head in many ways. Mm. Here's Luke Beveridge speaking about Riley Sanders pregame. Oh, what you probably saw last week, he. Um in traffic, you know, he sees things uh, outside you know, in his periphery and he finds it and uh, he's highly skilled. He's, he really covers the ground and, uh, you know, as for all the young guys who've ever come through our club since I've been our coach, he's probably the, the most advanced out of anyone. So he's playing today and hopefully he goes well and he sets himself up, self up for round one. Big call. Seen some good ones, yeah. So it's a fair endorsement from from the coach of the dogs who's now been there for 10 years. You got one to leave us with? I do. Uh, and it's a potential new segment. This is a little bit different. Ooh. So it's it's a little bit without context or out of, outside of the context that we've heard from this individual. So I want to tell you a story about Taron Thomas. In 2019, he was a, a young kid... Um, obviously on the North Melbourne list. It was a Christmas break down in Tasmania. He's in Hobart and a club player sponsor, a female who's a business owner up in Launceston, had a mother, 85-year-old mother who was diagnosed with cancer and she was sick. So young Taron Thomas off his own bat drove three hours with flowers, got flowers, dropped in to see uh, this player sponsor and her mother, sat with her for three hours, had a cup of tea or two, um, chewed the fat and then got back in his car and drove three hours back to Hobart to spend the rest of his Christmas break. Um, the 85-year-old lady subsequently passed, sadly, um, through COVID and Taryn was beside himself at wanting to get down to get to the funeral. He wasn't able to do so. <clears throat> so I say, I tell this story without context as a... As a um, as an observation, I know it to be true. It's, it, um, it is from uh, a leader who was once at North Melbourne at that time. Taron has had his issues with um, attitudes, communication with, with females at times, and he's been criticised for such. He's a young man. He's not perfect. He definitely needs to adjust his ways. North Melbourne and the AFL have made it clear that we can't abide by his behaviour, and I agree with that. But he's not all bad, and there's obviously some goodness in the kid, and I hope that he can find his way back to show us his talent um, in another, at another club in another time. That was the buck stops here, and this is SEM Breakfast. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. And we're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. Jimmy Webster was involved in a collision that you wouldn't have believed he would make that decision. We're going to have our say on what the punishment should be next.